great to have you on another episode of Dr. Me First. Are you tired of, that was real Southern. Are you tired of being in a place of burnout, brokenness, and despair and ready to have a life that you love, that is joy-filled, and work that is freaking sustainable? Well, I help with that, just so you know. I don't know if it's a little bit of sleep exhaustion or what it is, but the the Southern is coming out in me today. So if I say feeling or something like that, then I apologize. I'm, I'm trying. I'm really trying, guys. I'm talking with Jennifer Thompson, not a doctor, but helps doctors, specifically about online reviews. I don't know about you, but when I think of online reviews like this, it sends like sparks down my spine. I don't even like looking at vitals.com or any of that crap, but that's actually what Jennifer specializes in. So if you're like me and very avoidant, but yet don't want your name trashed on the internet, I would highly encourage you to listen to this podcast and then look Jennifer up afterwards. She gives some great tips about what we should be doing about our digital footprint. And I asked some crazy questions in it too, like usual. So let's get into this conversation and then stick around afterwards for a little more of my crazy to hang out. See, there's that Southern again. All right, here we go. Welcome to the podcast, Jennifer Thompson, Miss President of Insider Marketing Group. Absolutely. Thank you for having me on the show. Appreciate yeah. it. Why don't you tell the people a little bit more about yourself since you were one of our non-clinicians that made it through the cut to come on the yeah. podcast. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I've owned and run my own business since 2006. We do marketing for medical practices, but also in a, a, a kind of a parallel universe sublife. I've just come off of an eight-year stint as a local elected official down in Central Florida, where I had the opportunity to serve on a board of seven individuals responsible for about a $4.1 billion budget in the number one tourist destination in the entire world. And so I take um, kind of that high achieving lifestyle of really dealing with constituent concerns and, and getting myself elected and staying alive throughout that process in this kind of um, era where politics is, is really a dirty word. And at the same time, was able to grow a business and a team that make, makes my life today a lot easier than it used to be. Yeah. And you're also a badass too. And then the fact that you're helping us doctors like figure all this shit out, which is why I love your word today, which is online reviews. So school us all on what you want us to know as physician in online reviews. All right. So there's, there's a couple of things to know. One is that you have got to, as a physician, make sure that all of your listings online are accurate. Um, you've got over 100 different websites out there that are pulling listings from your MPI number, and they are really creating this footprint for you digitally online. And whether you think you've got it under control or not, you need to make sure that you do have it under control because the number one place that people are going to now when it comes to getting information about their physician is they're going first to Google, then they're asking, um, asking their friends and family. And even if you think you're referring a patient to another, to a specialist, 
the very first thing that patient's doing is, is doing a search on that specialist to find out what other people are saying about that specialist. So first and foremost, you've got to make sure that you've got your hands around that digital footprint. And, um, you know, there's going to be negative things. So I would say don't stress about the negatives. You know, we can deal with negatives. You, you really want to focus on kind of what's showing up on that front page of Google and anything beyond that you can deal with later. And really the, the reason it's so important is because, you know, not only are patients going to search to and looking at your reviews really to find out about you before they even meet you. But then on top of that, if you're looking to grow your practice, the best way that you can boost your SEO is by really doubling down on your online reviews. And so if I was going to offer you some advice and some reasoning behind it, it's one, this, this is how people are viewing you on the internet. And two, you know, this is how you can grow your practice without spending a lot of money is by focusing on those online reviews that are really about you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I know that there's some organizations that are big enough that kind of release their own reviews to come out ahead of um, some of the third party stuff. Um, and, you know, speaking to my audience, because as I'm thinking about it, since I'm just dabbling in the clinical world, you know, I work like a 0.2 FTE now. I don't own my own business. I work for a residency and I do telemedicine. You know, for me, I guess it's not as important where people know where to find me. You know, my MPI number is probably going to show up all over the place because I work for multiple organizations. But talking to someone, let's talk specifically to the women who are out there who are setting up their practice or they're a solopreneur or they're in a physician-owned practice. Linking all that information in their website, what would be, what else would you recommend for them specifically? Specifically for them, I would make sure that their listings are correct on the top rating sites. Um, and also and that would be make, which one? That would be first and foremost, Google. Then you've got health grades, rate MDs, vitals, web MD. Um, as much as I hate saying Yelp, Yelp is an area that pulls the MPI numbers as well. And then I would say, make sure that whatever information you want the world to see, that it's correct um, in the NPI database. Because a lot of times what happens is, each of them comes at a different frequency, but a lot of times what happens is they're pulling the data from the NPI database and you might have old information there and that's what's updating the rest of these websites. But if you focus on the top ones, the Google, the RateMDs, HealthGrades, and those guys, eventually that will trickle down to the smaller websites. Okay. What about for people like me who have gone off the beaten path and, you know, my digital just, uh, footprint looks so different now. Like if you Google my name, my website comes up, my podcast comes up, my Instagram account, you know, stuff that I know that people are seeing. Um, and since I'm not 100% patient oriented, what advice would you have for us? Like I can think of some of my other friends who are doing like health coaching or they're doing a clothing line or, you know, kind of stuff that's not like the traditional medicine thing. What are some things we should be looking out for with our digital d footprint? I would Google yourself um, at least once a month and see what's being said about you out there. And on those kind of, um, you know, there's going to be profiles for you, even in kind of the sub things that you're doing. I would just make sure that the information is what you want to convey to the public. And what if it's not? How do we, how do we go about like the, the shitty stuff that's on there? 
So if, if the information in the actual profile is incorrect, you can look around on the page. There will be a process for claiming that profile. So if you've got a photo, we get this all the time, especially with male physicians. They have a photo from when they were in medical school or directly out of medical school. And I know that the surgeon actually is 100 pounds heavier and now has no hair. And so, you know, he likes to keep the young, thin photo up there. So at the very least, you can claim that profile. There's, there's, there's going to be a button somewhere on the website. Claim your profile. Go in and make sure what you have up there is as accurate as you want it to be. And then if you have like some kind of ancillary business that you're doing, so, you know, you're doing podcasting, you're doing coaching, you're doing things like that. There's an area to add what your interests are so that you can kind of cross link that over. And that'll help you from an SEO standpoint and really help you um, from an organic ranking standpoint on your other side business, on the side hustle, because you're connecting the two together. So that'll be helpful for you as well. So first and foremost, just go in there, claim those business profiles, and then you own them and you can make adjustments to them. They won't give you the option of whether you want to have a profile or not. They're not going to let you just delete the profile. This is how these guys make money, but they'll let you go and claim it and, and take ownership of it. Kind of like what Google does. I know I've yeah. done that for myself, gone mm -hmm. in there and like taken my home address off of things yeah. because I yeah. don't want it up there yeah. kind of thing. Well, and so if this sounds super overwhelming to anybody, tell me how you and your business partner with doctors to help in this process. No, absolutely. So we, um, we have a partner that we use, and we use a company called doctor.com. They're one of the older companies that are out there, so they've been around the block, and they've got exclusive relationships with Google and HealthGrades and all of these folks. And so what we do is we have a, a master account with about a thousand physicians in the account and we just manage that profile for them. So we charge um, our clients a small fee for us to manage that from A to Z. And then we do a lot of teaching on it as well, where we teach folks how to use, how to use the platform or what they need to be on the lookout for specifically for their reputation online. Yeah, absolutely. Because like you said, it's it's not about like billboards and radio commercials anymore. It's all about the search. I mean, I was just in Atlanta this last weekend and it was like, where do we want to eat? And it was like, let me get on the internet, you know? And I think it's the same way too um, with everything right now. And so I just so appreciate you coming on for being a resource to my audience to say like, hey, you don't just have to ignore this. You can actually be empowered and you can show up in the world how you want. And then if there are reviews and problems, you and your company is a great resource to be like, hey, this is not accurate about this physician. Let's get this cleaned up. So when I was an elected official, um, I came about right when social media was just taking off. And you've got like this whole like sh public shaming mentality. And so I would literally have a really rough 12 to 15 hour meeting because I was in local politics. So it's like, it's completely where the rubber meets the road. I would have a 12 or 15 hour meeting where we'd have a hundred people pitted against me and a hundred people on my side. And they happened to all be in my neighbor neighborhood that I lived in. And I would go home and they have all these neighborhood groups because your online footprint is also you know, these Facebook groups and these next door groups where they're talking about you or they're, they're looking for a pediatrician recommendation or something like that. I would go home, pop open a bottle of wine, get into the group and have to have conversations with my constituents to talk them um, kind of through my decision-making process and whatnot. I don't recommend that for doctors 
but I do recommend paying attention to what people are saying about you and also pay attention to what they're saying about your colleagues. And because you can use these reputations and reputation management really to boost your practice and to kind of put your ear to like what's going on in the community so that if you're then in turn creating content or you have a marketing team or you're looking for um, kind of conversation starters, you can find out what people are saying, what they're looking for, and then you can be there to meet them in there. So I would say Nextdoor, Facebook, those kind of groups, don't overlook those, especially like the mommy groups and whatnot, especially if you're a physician who's working um, where you know moms and, and young parents are your referral source. Monitor what's being said out there because you really can use that as an opportunity to boost the business. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and just a plug for one of the groups that is helping physicians navigate online issues or even just promotion is SoMeDocs, so doctors on social media. So anybody who's out there who hasn't um, got in touch with them, um, Dana Correll, she was like one of my first podcast guests to come on here. I did not realize how big of a deal she is, but she's doing some amazing work on the online space for physicians because it can feel really scary putting yourself out there. And then plus we have this medical liability that's on our back always and forever. It feels like a huge target for people. So that's another resource too is SomiDocs um, for anybody who wants to go ask questions from maybe some physicians who are five steps ahead of you um, to kind of navigate this as well. Well, Jennifer, I just so appreciate you coming on for sharing. If people want to learn more about you, where can they go search online and find you? So they can search, um, they, can, they can find me on LinkedIn, which is um, just type Jennifer Thompson Orlando and I will pop up. Or you can find me at Insight, which is I-N-S-I-G-H-T-M as in marketing, G as in group.com. And I'll give you all that info so you can pop it into your show notes. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much again. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for coming on the Dr. Me First podcast. Thanks for reaching out and also schooling me on how to clean up online reviews. My kick of encouragement today for all my listeners out there is what else you need to clean up in your life? What little bits of spring cleaning do you maybe need to go through and see what is no longer serving you, good for you, contributing to your life that needs to get yard sale thrown out or otherwise removed from your space. I ask this because just as if we clean out our homes or closet, Lord knows my minivan needs to be cleaned out. It's a process to do it, but after the fact, it feels so good. And so I ask you just mentally, what's some head clutter that you need to clean out that is no longer serving you? Maybe it's a way that you identify yourself. I'm a this type of something. I only do things this way. What about opening that up a little bit? Maybe it's another way is what's limiting you and what you can't do any longer. So think on that. A little bit of homework for you. Not only can we clean up how we appear to others on the World Wide Web, but also how we appear to ourselves and others in real life. So with that being said, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope that Dr. Me First is bringing more fulfillment in your life, and I would love to hear about it. 
One great way is to jump on the Patreon community. You get to talk to each other, hang out, and be online friends too. So don't forget, your life, your calling, your pulse matters.